0: It's not a party, it's an intimate get-together. Candice Party! Candice Party! Don't call it that, it's just
1: a get-together. Hi, welcome to Candace Party. It's not a podcast, it's an intimate get-together. I'm Molly.
0: I'm Ryan. I'm Danny. This is a Phineas and Ferb Rewatch podcast hosted by three adult siblings, here not only to prove that Phineas and Ferb is is not just great for children, it's great for everyone, but also to mathematically prove what the best of Phineas and Ferb is, what the best uh, joke or quote from the show is, what the best song is, what the best line is. Also, Molly keeps track of some numbers and I don't know (laughs) what they mean or why she's doing it. One of them is about Pi, which apparently was a much bigger part of the (laughs) legacy of Phineas and Ferb to her than it is to me. But I digress, Ryan, don't stay neutral in this conflict. You need to take a side. I am sick of your fence
1: sitting, all right? So, uh, he's frozen. Yeah, I'm trying to keep track of like the side characters, like who appears the most, how many times we say things like pie, um, couple of other things, but I guess they happen a lot more in the later half of Phineas and Ferb because so far we really don't have many.
0: How many armless statues appear?
1: Yeah, since moving, I don't really know where my book is with my list, but I'll find it. Don't worry, I'll keep you guys posted.
0: <laughs> Molly keeps saying she moved, but we know where she took the cardboard box to, and uh, <laughs> it's not that far away. Shut up. <laughs> um, it's funny because poverty. Let's talk about capitalism this episode. Let's, let's not. <laughs> let's, let's not go there. Um, Let's talk about <laughs> poverty. Let's talk about you and me. Let's Andrew. talk about all the good things, none of the bad things that may be.
1: We got any uh, Phineas and Ferb news, anybody? Anything?
0: Um, yes. Yes, Yes. Swampy Marsh, the co-creator of Phineas and Ferb, is uh, having a wonderful auction. Uh, If you go to his Instagram or Twitter page, you can find the links to them. Wonderful auction on eBay of a lot of original Phineas and Ferb merchandise from back in 2007, 2008 when the show premiered. He signed almost all of it. It's a lot of really interesting in the package stuff. Uh, some stuff that you can't find easily. Some yeah. stuff that was only made in other countries. It's uh, a portion of the proceeds go to charity for this uh, foundation that he's part of. I want to say it's it's not Walk on Water. I have to look up the name of it. Um, but what? it's a surfing thing because that's what he does. And uh, he also is on Cameo and he does some of the nicest, best cameos I've ever seen. Really? Uh, people will buy them for like young animators and things. And he'll give them like really sweet impassioned advice. So that's my Swampy Marsh news.
1: That's sweet. I hope we get this out in time for that. I don't know how Oh, well, some of the, you,
0: I mean, you know, some of the episode, uh, episodes. He's doing them in waves. So you right. did like yeah, a first right. block of merch. And
1: well, I looked up some of it. I was really quite like shocked at some of this merch. And I I mean, I don't know where it's from or what was here that I just wasn't aware yeah. of. But like, there was some cool stuff. The Phineas and Fur Monopoly was a cool one. Yeah. Um, yeah.
0: They had the Molly got me when she worked at Disney World um, for a time Uh, They had a store where cast members could buy discounted merchandise. Some of it was, like, uh, damaged or weird or just being discontinued. They would get a discount. And Molly got me a non-functioning whoopee cushion of Perry the Platypus, which is great because I have no need for a whoopee cushion. But a little plush of Perry is very useful. It sits on top of our TV.
1: I thought it was so interesting that it was a whoopee cushion, but it was, like, made like a stuffed animal. Like, it was a stuffed animal that functioned as a whoopee cushion. And you don't really see that very often, that, that texture of...
0: and so he had that but he had a lot of like the original like disney store merchandise that i remember seeing as a kid Mm -hmm. and not buying as a kid and i was kind of like do i want to but then if i buy it like from him i will keep it in that box forever because it has Uh. a signature real quick it is not walk on water it is a walk on the water it's not a jesus thing (laughs) (laughs) i it sounds like that but it's that's obviously what it's riffing on but it's uh surf therapy it's like should i should i bid on this
2: this board game, this 104
0: Days of Summer board game. I, I mean, mean, it's $250. That's not terrible. It has Zero signed beds. by Swampy? Well, yeah. well, that's one of the newer ones, I yeah, think. All is, the all the I older just, stuff is I just way went onto his Twitter now. Yeah.
1: I, um, I, one of the things that I thought was the coolest was they have the, the Perry the Platypus an action figure. Yes! And I yeah. they have a real really one. wanted that. But I think
0: we talked in the episode about how that should have been merchandise.
1: Yeah, and apparently, I guess it was, or maybe, they, maybe he they has a prototype it. or something. Yeah. I don't know, but I want it. Oh. That That's way. $500.
0: right. So John Semper Jr., who's a really talented writer, he he created the '90s Spider-Man show. Essentially, I mean, no, he didn't make up Spider-Man, but he spearheaded that whole show. He was the head writer. He wrote like a whole chunk of the episodes, and it was his vision, basically. Yeah. I mean, I did a fair <clears throat> portion of the work. Ryan but I... will never be credited for his contributions because he hadn't know, been but, born but yet. But he he had, he spearheaded it. Yeah. Yeah. He spearheaded yeah. it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. John Semper Jr. <laughs> yeah. So John Semper Jr. He's selling. He has personal uh, production copies of all the storyboards for every episode. And there's, I believe, 65 episodes of the show. And they're these huge kind of books, right? So like, I'd imagine they're taking up a lot of space in the guy's garage, so he's been selling them. And they're all going for a few hundred bucks each, but I've really considered buying a couple of them. Like, he put up one of the first episodes with the Hobgoblin the other day, and as everyone knows, the Hobgoblin is my favorite. Everyone in the world knows common fact about me. (laughs) It's on Wikipedia right next to my height and my age. Anyway, um, Ryan, What's Six your news? 64, three. You
1: should get that. I feel like it's something you'd I, really I appreciate. I weigh 64
0: pounds? <laughs> no, that's your your age. Oh, and you my said height. Your height and your age. I thought you went to my weight, and I was like, you're very shy. <laughs> you're very shy. Open up. I'm scared, too. What's <laughs> your news about Phineas and Ferb?
2: That I love them. <laughs> I love them, too. I think they're cool, and I thought I'd be
0: their friend. Do you think if a Swedish person hears this, they'll be like, "Don't make fun of me for liking pretty sperm"?
1: <laughs> <laughs> Maybe,
0: probably. probably, probably. Hey, if you're from Sweden and you're listening to this, you're Shout all right. Out. <laughs> hey, buddy, thanks for listening. Tell them other Switzies that we. <laughs> oh God.
2: Um. <laughs> what you. Switzies is it?
0: <laughs> it's like Trekkie.
2: It's not bad. I don't. I don't know enough about the situation. So <laughs> See, uh,
0: You're right, some people do prefer Trekker. I stick to
2: Trekkie. That's what Gene Rodden. Gene
0: Roddenberry wanted
1: to call so, him Trekkies. So yeah, like what are that you do?
0: Ryan. You have a lot of opinions about the foster care system. You have a lot of opinions. I do. Said. Yeah. <laughs> as if as if she collected a, ca- a character called Pinions. Like they're Pokemon. So
2: let's talk about it.
1: Uh, about the fostering system?
0: Yeah. About the Fosters on ABC Family, now Freeform. Um,
1: it's not where
0: you come from. It's, it's where you belong.
2: belong. I don't if know the I wouldn't have it any, any
1: other way. Executive so
0: producer, Rosie O'Donnell.
1: My Lord you won't Anyway,
0: <laughs> hey, you guys tuned in I for the first time. I turned it to Stephen Tyler. One time, f- Tyler. <laughs> <laughs> one <Yeah>. time <laughs> Ryan, you don't realize that you're a Teen Wolf, but for Stephen Tyler, <laughs> you're Tyler Wolf, Steen Wolf. <laughs> <laughs> you're a steampunk werewolf, Stephen Wolf.
1: Look at the goggles on my hat, boy.
0: <laughs> you're a werewolf. Um.
2: Higgy, woogie, woogie.
0: <laughs> 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 it's a werewolf. Oh, spooky, the... spooky <laughs> scary. Boys becoming men, yes. men becoming wolves. I was working <laughs> late on my door when I heard a knock on my bedroom door.
1: Anyway, I don't think I have any Phineas and Ferb news. Um, just cars. Cars. Is... I'm not <laughs> answering that. Um, but um, I do keep almost crashing my car when I'm listening <laughs> to the Candace Against the Universe soundtrack. Because every time I think Us Against the Universe isn't going to make me cry this time, i like, I got this. And then I the song goes and I get about like 30 seconds in and then I'm in tears. And so don't listen to that while driving. The other
2: day I was driving, it was probably like 2 a.m. I was blasting the universes against me. And I just hate that it was cut out of the movie yeah it's a good one
1: I get why it was but I I I mean I I get why it was
2: but it's such a banger
0: yeah here's the thing is that (coughs) I was initially very upset about the universe is against me not being featured in full in the film. But when you think about it, the pacing of the movie would be very odd. It would. If we start with Candace's intention. It really is. It's such a beautiful day, which is too good to cut. Yeah, yeah. We can't lose that. That's too good of an opening number, right? So if she does that, we see the clown, regular Phineas verb stuff happens, and then she just goes into a two-minute long song about how the world is bad. That would be, and then she's on a spaceship, weirdly paced movie.
1: It would be. And it it just... The time of like yeah. how much time it would take. It's already a long they movie. Use a little bit, but I and I like the joke.
0: And what a great credit song.
1: It's it's yeah. a good one. It's just a jam. It's, it's
2: re- it really is. When you're really angry and when it's three a.m., and your feels <laughs> when you're yeah. down
0: and out, and everybody thinks you're finished. <laughs> So, um, today's yeah. episode, oh no, I have to ask you guys a question. Okay. Yeah. Um, you know what, we were talking about this recently. Which Phineas and Ferb cast members, uh, on a regular basis, not an infrequent basis, not one time in a moment of desperation, which Phineas and Ferb cast members frequently convene with the dark powers?
1: Cast members cast or, member the, or, or characters. characters? Character,
0: none of the voice people. Uh, They're all fine. I was I'm gonna say it was like, like Vincent Martella, but. Vincent Martella and his little salt oh. circle like Hocus Pocus.
1: I'm sorry, so could you ask the question again?
0: Sure. Which characters on Phineas and Ferb regularly convene with the dark forces, uh, the supernatural? Uh, I'm not going to name check any specific religions, but we are talking mm-hmm. about Satan.
1: Okay. <laughs> See, this is tough for me because my first instinct was Candace because mm-hmm. she's always talking about the mysterious force. Right. Um, you she know, does,
0: uh, Stacy builds that altar to She builds to it. that
1: altar. So like, that's my first Gut, but if I was going completely stereotypically, I'd probably say Vanessa, because she's That's got a big That's your like, first disgust. gut. Yeah. Your second gut, <laughs> she's much, all like a, much like
0: a cow, you have four stomachs <laughs> <Yes>. and the <laughs> digestive process.
1: <laughs> first instinct slash my gut.
0: <laughs> Boy, I'm such a cow, I wish I had four stomachs.
1: But um, yeah, I don't know, I don't know. What do you think, Ray?
2: I think they're grandma. For yeah. back to, Back to my closet, grandma, that, or British? Uh, back to my closet, grandma. Back to my she closet. She knows some stuff. She has a she, deflatable twin. <laughs> she, <laughs> she has a deflatable twin. Think about it. She is. We don't know anything about her. And
0: I think that her pact with Satan keeps it that way. That's interesting. Interesting.
1: What are your I don't thoughts? Get. I'm sorry.
0: The absolute hypocrisy of saying interesting while yawning right into a microphone is <laughs> yeah, that
2: really staggering
0: me. It's
1: more my asthma than anything else. When I, my asthma acts up, I like can't stop yawning. Yeah,
2: no, it just felt like it, it just kinda hurt. But no, we don't have to like dwell on it. I know I'll be dwelling on it
0: enough.
1: Danny, your thoughts?
0: <laughs> uh, you're all wrong, it's baljeet. Anyway, so uh today's episode is of course a hard day's night slash I Close quotation marks.
1: I, for one, did not remember these episodes being paired together because I felt like I really remembered iBrobot and like I'd barely seen A Hard Day's Night. But it could just be that, you know, one stuck out to me more than the other. But Sure.
0: Phenagroids and Furbots feels like an all-time yeah. Yeah. sort of important one. I definitely one. think
2: the song helps. The song's pretty catchy in that one. Yeah. And, as opposed to The Black Knight.
0: Of Worcestershire?
1: This sure. is say Worcestershire. Hmm. I, like that I also one. don't
0: remember that episode being as funny as it is. I don't remember any episode of Phineas and Ferb being remotely funny. It's a garbage show for it idiot children. A serious, serious crime drama. Phineas and Ferb is the Rizzoli and Isles of Disney Channel.
2: <laughs> I can't help but feel that that's 100% correct.
1: Um, so this episode of Phineas and Ferb is about, um, well, Phineas, Ferb, Candace, and their parents go to visit uh, Ferb's grandparents in England.
0: Merry Old England.
1: Um, yeah, uh, any thoughts on the Meanwhile,
0: <laughs> Molly. I'm sorry, I, completely, Meanwhile, I got distracted by Ryan. Perry the Platypus attends an evil scientist convention in disguise yes, it... uh, in order yes. to prevent Dr. Doofenshmirtz from meeting his hero, Dr. Wexler. <laughs>
1: Yep, and um, there's some type of jousting event that Phineas and Ferb. Oh,
0: Phineas and Ferb want to do an old timey jousting thing. Uh, Look, I'm not gonna lie. This episode is... (laughs) This episode is interesting because I like every piece of it. I like that Candace has a British Jeremy for one episode that we'll never hear about again. What's his name, Chauncey or some crud? It's Charles, Charles. it's Charles, yeah.
1: I have written British Jeremy is creepy.
0: Yeah, Yeah. he's a weird, um, no, but I I like Um, that she just, they were like, oh, we're in England, Jeremy can't be in this episode. What if we just kinda do like a slightly different Jeremy? I love- He's
1: a little pointier. yeah, Yeah,
0: I love his butler that doesn't care for him, and I love the notion of an evil scientist convention. Furthermore, I love that Tim Curry is in this episode. I love that Malcolm uh, McDowell is in this episode. I like Phineas and Ferb's grandparents on the other side of the family, uh, who we don't see as often. Um, I like all of that. And I like giant robotic Queen Elizabeth I. Yeah. Yeah. But the whole episode I feel It doesn't quite come together because I don't really care about the jousting thing. Yeah, Yeah. I like the scene of Phineas getting angry when he's setting up the jousting thing. But in hindsight, it's out of character for him to kind of scream at a construction worker. Look at that suckling pig. It's barely suckling. What do I look like to you, a
1: fool? Great line, but definitely a little. Funny, but it's
0: very early Phineas and Ferb where it's kind of like. Is he still like a mean little boy genius or is he just a nice kid?
1: Britain's just really getting to him.
0: You know what? Honestly, last time I it went would, to
1: England. It would get to me
2: too. Yeah. None of our none of our, you know, outlets would work there.
0: Um, <laughs> the Travelocity Gnome said they wouldn't. The Travelocity Gnome told me to kill the girl. No, the Travelocity Gnome told to me this. It. That's not gonna make it on a
1: family.
0: <laughs> the Travelocity Gnome quacked so we could run. Um, You're gonna wanna cut that too.
1: Anyway, um
0: you cannot against me no one here defends.
1: I don't can really remember the
0: pretends it that we haven't seen it all before. before it offends me.
1: Okay. Um I don't really remember what this note means, but it's hilarious. I have written just she puts a grandpa costume on Ferb. Um and then you can keep these. I've got loads of them.
0: Uh, I believe that is. <laughs> doesn't I the grandma have, do that? I can keep these. I've got loads of them as a note. <laughs> That's the grandma, right? Doesn't I guess. She make, yeah. I don't anyway. know,
1: but if you watched it at home, <laughs> folks, I enjoyed that.
0: Yeah, Molly's got a bad memory and a great. It's back. been a while. It's since been a while since the we watched it. We just have the notes. Her side
1: characters that do actually reappear here, we have Lawrence and then British grandma and grandpa. I I would like to, to point out
0: Lawrence. I would argue is not a side character.
1: He's not in every episode, so I gotta, I gotta put him as that. Fine, fine. <laughs> anyway, I think we all would agree that the highlight of this episode is Perry the Platypus dressed as Dr. Wexler.
2: Yeah, yes, that's some good 8, stuff. Thousand percent. There will be a picture released of my rendering of it. Ryan I like to doodle because I get bored. Ryan did a beautiful sketch of <laughs> Perry the Platypus as Dr. Wexler. And so Perry the Platypus is carrying around this. Uh, CD player, I guess it is. And... <laughs> Wait, why does he even have that? I don't, well, because sorry, he I don't can't remember. talk. Well, and he has to... <laughs> so
0: because, it, okay, no. Schmerz confronts Perry the Platypus yeah. because Dr. Wexler is his hero and he wants him to read a portion of his book. Mm. So Perry the Platypus has the book on tape or on CD. He has the audiobook attached to his back and he starts lip syncing along with it and they get to... Uh, what's the word that he hangs on? I'm not sure, but I just know it goes spec specs. Oh, speck, that's speck, right. Speck, speck. It's interest. I think it's introspection or something. <laughs> and he and it's Tim Curry and he goes, the introspect And then he hits and it, it.
2: And Perry the bottom yeah. just starts immediately sweating. And it's the most <laughs> hilarious image I think I've ever seen. Now, of course, fantastic.
0: Famously, Tim Curry in the Rocky Horror Picture Show takes a very long pause in the word anticipation. And here he repeats the middle of the word introspection. That's not really that's a connection. a great juxtaposition shut up so
1: um i have i guess i don't know if this is a name tag he was wearing or what but i wrote dr lloyd wexler not a platypus in quotes
0: uh, that must be his uh his it must be tag. his name tag
1: yeah. i don't know what this means either but it just i just have written what is his stupid voice i don't know who that's in reference to i don't know if it's doc- the actual dr wexler i don't know if it's it might be that british guy. british guy i i don't know but, um, These I are some great not notes happy. that
0: you don't know the context of in our reading. Well, I know, well,
1: I know what it means when it's a Danny should dress up as that scientist tied up for Halloween. Why oh, do you man. want me to be every
0: fat guy with curly hair? I'm objecting to this one. It was bad enough when our entire childhood, you said I looked like Gibby from iCarly. I did but not now, say you, that. You literally did the whole time.
1: We didn't say you no, looked like No, we Gibby. said he looked like, <laughs> like Angus. Angus from because
0: you
2: did a little bit. But you don't now.
1: Well, we don't know what he looks like now, to be fair. Look
0: at me, you idiots. (laughs) I'm right here, you goobers.
1: I also have written that it's canon that Ferb's got long legs.
0: Yeah, that's an interesting new wrinkle. To the show is that Ferb lifts up what appears to be the the uh, inseam the uh, the fly of his pants. He grabs his his little area. He pulls up and it reveals that his legs go all the way up. (laughs) And Ferb has no um um what do you stomach or lower region of his body. Peter Griffin. (laughs) Yeah. Like yeah, his legs go go all the the way way up. up. Yeah. So Ferb has incredibly long legs, which is why he's the bottom of that suit, and I presume later the bottom of the beak. Yeah. Um.
2: <clears throat> oh the beak the can't beak. wait to get there can't
0: wait for um, the beak. yeah I, I, anything else well yeah. I would like to just briefly uh there's a running joke throughout this episode that they're doing a new, they're doing a remake of Jane Eyre. Oh, yeah. They keep repeating that there's, really, a new, really that there's a new version of Jane Eyre in the offing and they love that joke. And I love them for loving it. I don't necessarily love the joke that they're just doing a <laughs> reboot of Jane Eyre, but I like that they, they, like, they found that so funny. They kept One with it. One of my favorite visual jokes in a Phineas and Ferb is in this episode where it's the giant Queen Elizabeth the first versus the giant robot dragon, which is a cute Image, but the joke of the entire time you're watching them do the robot fight, you know that the controls for the dragon are in the mouth, <laughs> and uh, it, you don't think about it until Doof says, This robot dragon breathes fire, and then it burns him for like what must be a solid 10 seconds of just a looping scream <laughs> yeah. noise. It's such a great setup that you're not thinking about, What when the dragon breathes fire, like you're not thinking about it, and then just the image of it
1: burning Pernaham. him is it's so, so And the yell, I love Yelled. the fact, it's one of those jokes that you think is only gonna be three seconds, but then like you said, it is 10, and you just get to hear Doof yell for this long string of time, and Which, isn't that it's it? yeah.
0: And Dan Povenmire, of course, one of history's great screamers. Oh yes, yes. Um, absolutely. The number of Phineas and Ferb jokes that work solely because it's funny when Dan Povenmire screams. True. <laughs> it's it's probably greater than the number of iCarly jokes that work solely because Jerry Traynor has a a good healthy scream. Just mm. something that was uh, that I'll never forget. <laughs> Jerry Traynor, a great good scream, yaller. king of scream.
1: Yeah. When we watched this, um, I really had this moment of like they're not wearing masks even though they're in London, and oh, I was like, oh. "What?" Um,
0: <laughs> yeah, they're cartoons. Not only does the pandemic happen in Phineas and Ferb, but someone invents a mask that so- could somehow cover Phineas's nose <laughs> and mouth, which yeah. seems impossible. <laughs> could you imagine Absolutely. how they would handle that? Do you think they? Do you think Phineas and Ferb were consulted? To
1: they would have the probably vaccine? yeah. In they the would have
0: in the Phineas and Ferb universe. There are no pandemics because. Over the course of one little, soo-dy-up, soo-dy-up, it's all gone.
2: <laughs> yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, were there any songs in this one, right? Real quick. Uh,
0: yeah, Black Knight. The Black Knight of Worcestershire Yeah, <laughs> it Worcestershire. sucks. Oh, I. Enjoy I like it.
1: It's clever, yeah. but it's not, like, catchy. He has it's, the
2: hounds of heck. I'm, I mean, it's still good. It's just in terms of other Phineas and Ferb songs. It's no, he's
0: Bigfoot. <laughs> I will flip this table right now. Look, one day we're going to meet Dan Povenmire, and you're going to look him in the eye and go, I don't care. I'm going to for- say, I hate it's Bigfoot. <laughs> I don't care for your songs, Dan Povenmire, And he'll go, what? I
2: love his songs. It's just, it's Bigfoot. Is not comparable to the rest.
1: He's Bigfoot. He's, he's Bigfoot. Bigfoot,
0: the bravest little <laughs> hobbit of them all. That's a funny reference to a song. First, you series. don't include me
1: in
2: the other <laughs> Try, <podcast>. try again. <laughs> Secondly, you sing it's Bigfoot in front of me. You lure me down to this basement. You sit me down in front of a microphone on the day of my daughter's wedding. You say wedding. do funny things. Be a guy with jokes. <laughs> you two are the jokes. I'm out of here. <laughs> Slam! <laughs> he rode a horse away, <laughs> like the he rode black a horse knight. up the
0: stairs.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Any you other have to tell comments on this episode, episode guys?
0: I mean, yes, that's, that's what... uh, I like the butler. Yeah,
1: I like Candace trying to beat down the door with the night costume. Yeah, I wrote yeah. that that was really. Tough.
0: I like at the end when the parents cool. come at the end when the parents come home from the Antiquing Convention, which is of course my brand, yeah. I like antiques. Um, because I am an old woman. And I I like when they come home from the Antiquing Convention and they look at Phineas, Ferb, Candace, and the grandparents all clearly like scratched up and injured from an explosion that just happened. <laughs> and they just go, Did anything happen? I found this 19th century barometer. Like, they just don't care that, like, their children are half in knight's <laughs> uniforms. And, like, I think Candace is, like, in a man's arms or something. Isn't yeah, she's she in Charles's in, yeah. arm? Yeah.
1: They look all beat up. Yeah, it's fun. I am... Um,
0: but that i just
1: f- commenting how, like, they were destroying people's homes with those robots. Um, mm-hmm. Pure yeah. destruction. And I don't know, like, is Alka gonna come out and, like... Fix that, are or they're like, they
2: going
0: to release a press statement.
1: Yeah, it I was, was, was it was pretty destructive. The ends justify the means.
0: W- uh, look, I'll say it: if Alka can't pay their interns, they can't afford to fix London. True.
1: I really loved how annoyed Perry was in this one. Of all the times to have to reveal to Doof that he was Perry the Platypus when he puts on that hat, he just looks so tired of his sugar honey tea. Yeah,
0: Doctor Wexler, you're a platypus. <laughs> I'd like to say I knew it was you the whole time, but I did.
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah. Any so iBrobot? iBrobot. I, bro-bot? I bro-bot. Oh, you want
0: to move on to the next one? You don't want to hear the one quote? Oh, go. The one funny yeah, quote. Yes, yeah, go. Well, cool. there, look, there's a couple decent jokes in the episode. I like that. In the that, that the Black Knight has, of course, the Hounds of Heck with mm-hmm. him, but that's not a quote. The quote that I have from this episode is just from the Butler. Um, he brings hit. Charles the fancy British boy is playing tennis with the butler and he says uh it's your it's your serve to the butler the butler also voiced by Tim Curry he uh then reveals a silver serving tray pulls the lid off and there's a single tennis ball on the serving tray and the butler just goes oh dear I've punned (laughs) and I like I've punned Punned, yeah Yeah, that's pretty good good I should have written down as a quote. Introspect, spec, 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 spec. But you know. But you
1: don't want to type that that much.
0: I don't want to say that every time we do this bracket. <laughs> I don't want to have to do the, the performance. So iBrobot, a classic. Ryan, give us the plot. A classic. Five words or less. So. <laughs> <laughs>
2: five words? Really cool? I, I I okay. I like to put a little no, no, energy. No, no, on no. It. No, I want to do the five words or less. I just might need a little bit of time. Robots. Mm-hmm. Panic room (laughs) Santa Uh.
0: Candroid. Okay, That's a perfect five-word <laughs> summary. Now, Goodbye. typically, we would hope the five words made a sentence of some kind, but you well, know, I was robots panic from and Santa Candra.
1: Phineas it. and Ferb make robots.
0: Yeah, that's pretty much it.
1: Robots. No mention
0: of Santa. Sinter- <laughs> Klaus
1: You don't give the big plot twist away in the summary.
0: Molly, Father Christmas? Oh, nothing? <laughs>
1: Crime, um... Eh? So yeah, Phineas and Ferb <coughs> make some robots of themselves Means nothing anymore if you
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry we talked over you
1: Phineas and Ferbots, if you will <laughs> oh, She's
0: crying Oh my god Yeah, cry Little baby gonna cry? cry? cry like Little boom. baby gonna cry? We I said, said cry, this not have gas we were What's like, with your Baby's
2: face? fussy, huh? <laughs> Baby's fussy Baby gonna cry. Can that be our new recurring
0: bit? Our new recurring bit is emotional abuse. (laughs) (laughs) What? It's not a new bit, Ryan.
1: Um, I want a new bit. Too
0: bad you don't believe in love.
1: Too Too bad. The B-plot of this is that Doofenshmirtz has left a ton of voicemails yes. on his girlfriend's answering machine yeah. that he would like to go in a race with a giant magnet.
2: We've all been there. Maybe not all of us because we have we don't really have answering machines anymore. But we have voicemails, perhaps too many texts, over and over. I
1: don't and think when this came out, many other, people were still I'm using... I'm looking
0: at you for a reason. Well, that was one thing I said when we watched it yeah. was that... In this episode, yeah. Candace is using a corded phone with the little like square actually uh, all of the words i believe you said were corded phone i screamed them <laughs> you did like i was having a panic attack corded phone and then i <laughs> my eyes roll back in my head and i sort of did a um oh, what do you You foam at the mouth anything from eyes rolling back to the head was untrue but yeah. the first part was correct anything from eyes wide shut cannot be mentioned on this podcast now moving on uh they get all kubricky on it as the kids like to say
1: the, the corded phone you were saying. look
0: the things that i enjoy about this episode the corded phone Pierced ears. Pierced Stacy is piercing her own ears. That, is, is. that is her off screen subplot. She's crying when Candace calls her later, implying that there has been a grease-like mishap in the piercing of Stacy's ears. Uh, uh, what else, what else, what else? Uh, Sinterklaas makes his first appearance in the show. Molly, why don't you keep track of the number of times Santa pops up.
1: Maybe I will, I know, but I wanted to say that I feel like it's odd that in this era, um, doof is still like someone has an answering machine with a tape in it that's capable of being erased by a magnet Yeah, yeah. we were well past this at the time of this episode um so much like 80s music was so 2002 yeah. i think that uh answering machines with actual tapes in them were so like i don't that's know true. When was 19 something yeah. yeah yeah so yeah you um, burnt,
0: Phineas and Ferb. You oh, We get chill. Burn rubber. Something shrieks. else I have about this
1: one is that um, we're only a few episodes in here, and like Phineas and Ferb are already worried about summer ending. Yeah. And I'm like, you've got That's four more years of, of this same four summer. Four more
0: years. Four <laughs> more years. <laughs> vote for Winnie the Pooh. Pooh for
2: vote Pooh for Winnie,
0: Winnie the, the Pooh. Pooh. Pooh for president, Pooh is right right
1: for you. you. So for those of you who don't know, Pooh ran for president way back when, and that was his campaign song. (laughs) So thoughts on this episode, anyone? Yes.
2: I like Ibroba. I think it's a very good episode. I think it has a banger of a song. I think the comedy, no.
0: (laughs) You gave up? I gave up. You gave up on your sentence? I enjoy the microphone. I don't know. The microscopic zoo is really packing them in. We can establish that. Uh, they have their own little coffee chain. The panic room is very the panic funny. panic room?
1: That is I, that's hilarious. hilarious. Panic room, um, sweet panic room. I don't know what this is in reference to, but I said, what is this room? Where does that door lead? That's an like, expletive window. Um
0: are you talking about in Doof's apartment because he has a sort of a so. different he has a green living room in there that yeah. we don't usually mm. see I guess cause... and it's also got his lap like his desktop computers in there
1: yeah I think there was like a window where there shouldn't be like a window in a oh yeah because that one he to.
0: you see him driving away yeah. too bad you don't believe in love and then mm. too he drives bad.
1: Away. Too, bad. too bad um I or not loved bad. watching and and Furbots no with the subtitles on because I never really knew what they were saying. And, um, in the song? Yeah, so it was nice to um, get that all in there. Um, and then I have, do you guys remember when we watched the video of Finny's and, and Furbots being sung in another language.
2: Yes.
0: Oh yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's hilarious if you haven't looked it up, um, and you are a nat- uh, native English speaker. It's very funny to hear Finny's and, and Furbots in another language. I wonder what
0: all of Phineas and Fur must have been a hard show to translate for yeah. dubbing. Yeah. Just because, like, man, you gotta you gotta write like new song lyrics every yeah. episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Then you gotta you gotta like get people. To sing the songs, it's like, gonna
1: be hard because a lot of the jokes probably don't translate. Like,
0: there's so many puns. Yeah, it's it's almost all puns. <laughs> I mean, every once in a while, it'll be a joke where like someone just does something awkward, but there's a lot of puns in Phineas and Ferna. Yeah, like um, when uh, and that guy um, well, like Ibrobot, that's a pun, mm-hmm. and Candroid, which yeah. is sort of the punchline to the whole episode, is uh, is a very that's a good one. English uh, bound pun, and um
1: yeah i don't even know i don't know what you call them well also just the joke
0: of like calling something an innator is an inherently language-based joke because like in another language Mm. who knows if many inventions are referred to as a something innator and so then the idea of doof slapping it on words where it doesn't belong there like does that work in french like is there Mm. a french word that inherently means machine that does something
1: well maybe or maybe they just use the english one because a lot of Places could see like Americans as dumb, and that seems like a dumb American thing to do.
0: I don't know because if you're not familiar with the language of English, Let's does it if just you're not take familiar with the, the language at all, of America
2: but, and not have to deal with this.
0: You know what I really like is when they dub stuff into English, but it's already in English. So like when they like when Shrek Two replaces Larry King with like some British guy,
1: or when they made Dougal. When they made Dougal. <laughs> <laughs> Dougal was originally another movie, but they decided yeah. to make it less British and more American English when they put it out in America. Yeah. It's hilarious. They, they, were,
0: they got Whoopi Goldberg to play Ermin Trude and William H. Macy to voice that snail. And of course, Jimmy Fallon is that go- rabbit. William H. Macy? William H. Macy, yeah. He, he was a snail? He plays the snail, yeah. I don't, don't remember, remember that movie at all. Uh, John Stewart is the I think voice we need of to take. A, I think
2: we need to take a break. <laughs>
0: Not okay. We'll be right back after these messages
1: from Dougal. <laughs> um, so yeah, we've this already summer
0: in theaters. The magical story of a dog
2: and a cow. You thought that dog and that spinny guy died in that train crash, but <laughs> well, you're dog. wrong. They're here and they have. A bloodlust that can't be cured. Ah. So they take out the man that killed Spitty Guy's daughter, <laughs> <Dougal> S. <laughs> Hi,
0: I'm the that. wife of Douglas. Douglas. It's yes, Douglas. Are you sure you're not just reading Douglas wrong?
2: No, couldn't be.
0: Bill. Hader, Bill Hader is in that movie. He plays that. Um, he plays. Toy Doug- he plays Douglas. No, Douglas just a kid's voice. What? <laughs> i haven't seen in a while they like spin right there's that spinning guy I'm, no they're taught they're spring kevin smith they're yeah springy. oh how was he
1: he, he was doing normal he was a little busy at the time yeah,
0: he had a heart attack well that uh, was a long time ago, ago.
1: <laughs> <laughs> anyway um
0: when he saw you did he go hey man because that seems yeah, to be yeah he kind of
1: did he people. greeted jordan and was like hey man what's up like as though he knew him and he did not um so that was fun
0: are you sure jo- you're, you're, you're 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 um what do you call Jordan? My boyfriend. That seems wrong. Uh are you sure? Th- <laughs> are you sure that your consort Jordan didn't um you know, your ambassador Constable your... Jordan. What's all this then? You kids having fun in the street with your lolligangs. That's a okay. um,
1: Hello. don't Incoherent. God, I love
0: God, <laughs> it's you read the crucible It's incorrigible. You read the crucible? I'm your little parliament
1: man. <laughs> <laughs> or you, I'm your little parliament man. <laughs> anyway, back to fin- droids and robots, I- robot, whatever you want to call it. Um, the panic room is hilarious. The Ministry of Magic. That's pretty good. Scream, expect a Patronum.
2: I can't do it. <laughs> um. you
0: find me on Cameo, and i <laughs> <laughs> find me on Cameo, and I'll give you advice for being an animator.
1: Anyway. Hey, man! Anyway.
0: Uh (laughs) Oh, hi, Kevin. It's nice to see you. Love the beard, Kevin. (laughs) Wait, I made it about Phineas and Ferb at the end. (laughs) Oh. All right, well,
1: Candace is insane like in this yes. episode of The Panic Room.
0: Um, I'm not going be... to. Me. I like Ryan,
1: your co- shut up. I would
0: love He's, to hear. He's doing the coffee house cover of Why Do My Nostrils Whispering to Me? I would love great. to hear. Oh,
1: I couldn't understand him. Sorry. I, <laughs> well, you were I, talking. Th- he was just doing that thing where he just constantly <laughs> sings on no, my podcast. I would love
0: to hear,
2: God rest her soul, Amy Winehouse do a cover of Why Are My Nostrils
0: Whispering to Me? <laughs> Love
2: the beard, Amy.
0: <laughs> Love the beard, Amy. Love the beard, Ms. Winehouse.
2: Oh, well, sometimes I go out by myself when I look across the water.
0: If we let him do this long enough, he'll Tucker himself out and we can get back to the podcast.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Are you so sure about that, dear <laughs> I don't know. I've seen so, you a long time without getting
1: Why tucker. do we think the panic room exists?
2: I don't know, but that is, it does beg the question of why does this exist in the first place? <laughs> why
1: does the panic room exist in the first place to the point where she keeps the teddy bear in there, Three Mr. Options. Miggins. Three
0: options. Three options, real quick, just putting these out there, not to be confused with the little Mary McGuffin doll. Three options for the panic room. Number one, it was there when they moved in. This is mm-hmm. a blended family, after all, and uh, they probably moved into a new house together, right? Because uh, Lawrence... And Ferb are probably not from America, since Ferb has a British accent. He probably Mm -hmm. at least started talking in England or with an English mother. We don't know what happened to them. See them together as babies, Mm,
1: and they aren't. But he has a British
0: flag when he's a baby in that little brother's. So it could be a new house. So this could be a new house, or we'd have to check those baby photos and see if that's the same living room, because maybe they just moved. Maybe they moved into Linda's house. Perhaps so it was there when they moved in. Yeah, Linda is a doomsday prepper. Which would be a fun wrinkle to that character. Mm-hmm. And that seems
1: a. Very if anyone there's Lawrence. a doomsday. Yeah, I was going to say Lauren seems more like the doomsday prepper than her. Honey, the bombs
0: are dropping <laughs> into the bunker. That was yeah. just British. That yeah, was, right? was, so. uh, that was... That's why our couch cushions um, so was... are so <laughs> unevenly worn. We're always waiting for the bomb to drop.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so that was the first one. What were your other options of why you think the panic oh, really exists?
0: Um, uh, Linda's a doomsday prepper. And then the third one is that Candace needed it because she is so anxious that she was like, Mom, I'll lay out the money, but we gotta get a panic room. room. Now, I would like to, last option, probably the most realistic one, Linda uh, was for a time very famous. And she, if a a crazy fan comes to the house and she's got children to take care of, bring them into the panic room. And uh, I assume Candace being... uh, Someone who clearly suffers from some kind of anxiety disorder, like we all do, uh, probably keeps a comfort item in there Mm -hmm. at all times.
1: I think it's interesting um, that it's called the panic room. Um, You know, typically we would consider calling something like the calming room, the place to go to become calm after you're panicked. But no, like it's just for her to panic in.
0: No, you're um, um a panic room is, I think we're thinking of what we call a safe room sometimes. You know? Yeah,
2: yes. I like
0: the danger room from X-Men. From the
1: X-Men. Well, a <laughs> panic <laughs> no, room. No, I think, think it's like really cool
2: because it gives them all these types of training scenarios, right. perhaps the like. The sentinels. That's not what yes. this is. Well, it's like that one episode of Phineas and Ferb where they make the Epcot ball, but it. it Football has, X7. Yeah. But the danger room is really cool and we don't really get to talk about a lot of other things that I think are cool on this show.
0: Do you wanna do an X-Men episode? <laughs> I'd love to do an X-Men episode. Do you want to do an uh, X-Men yeah, party? Ryan and I are doing a spin off all about the X-Men where we never get to talk I will, about the X-Men. Because there's like eight, <laughs> X-Men <laughs> eight X-Men cartoons. Honestly. X-Men Evolution. Let's watch X-Men Evolution mm-hmm. and then we'll do we go. Not Cornell's in that one. He's got I'll, long hair. The teenagers, watch. they go to school. He's not religious yet. He's Ryan just fine. was Nightcrawler
1: no, more than once for Halloween. That is true. Ryan I was really, everything more I than really once liked for him. Halloween. I Everyone, was Harry
2: Potter multiple times because I can do that really good impression. And you were of him Superman
1: multiple times and you were that generic wizard multiple times.
2: <laughs> My favorite is when you were the wizard.
1: I, I wasn't the yeah. wizard. I just you held just, the wizard's head.
2: Oh yeah. <laughs> it came with an old man, like an old man mask with a beard on yeah. it. I can distinctly remember the smell of it. Yeah. And my favorite picture of Molly is her just holding the man. It looks like
0: she skinned a man.
1: It does. It's hilarious. There's
0: more than one way to skin a wizard. (laughs) Uh, I remember one time Ryan. I like to peel him from the bottom like a banana. (laughs) 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 Who peels the banana from the bottom? Are you a monkey? (laughs) Monkey, monkey, monkey man. Uh. A different time. At any rate, uh, um, I would like to bring up that anytime Ryan went as nightcrawler for Halloween, people would think he was from the movie Avatar because true. <laughs> it's he lives time. he's that from a different True, and I did have a fake uh, a tail, tail that I would wear.
2: Yeah. Cool. With a little
0: wire in it so you could pose
2: it. Um, that my grandmother made that was not the correct shape of his tail, but it was
0: it was good enough. He has uh, a pointy tail, doesn't he? Mine, yeah, was, it mine was mine was
2: like a V shape. Oh, yeah. instead was an, of a instead of an arrow shape, I guess you could call it. That's it. was like a forked tongue. It was like yeah, yeah. It was. It should have been the other way.
0: What is she? But was, my, but, I but mean, you, you also didn't have three fingers. No, we, uh, we we sewed gloves. You had three fingers. <laughs> f- oh, sewed I gloves. didn't remember that. I remember yeah. that it was a ninja costume. It wasn't a ninja yeah. costume because it had the right shape, painted. and we made it the and colors. You were
1: covered in blue, baby
2: covered in blue. I should have been the ninth member of the Blue men Group. Well, then when someone knew there? you were
1: from X-Men, they thought <laughs> you were that other guy. I can't think of it. They name like Beast? to think that there's only 3.
0: Beast is also blue. Like they you, like they they to you let you him. think
2: people? that there's only 3 blue No, we need to talk about this. Yeah. Yeah. They like to make you think that there's only 3 blue men in the Blue men Group. <laughs> there's first of all, we've we've already talked about the Blue Woman Group. Haven't we on here <laughs> or was people? that something was that just a separate conversation? I don't know. I think it's time they let the first woman in.
1: As much as I love X-Men... It's a fun conversation and, to have. Um, uh, Halloween costumes. Back to this. Um, I think the panic room could exist for multiple reasons. Potentially because, well, one, Doofenshmirtz lives in the area and... Panic is going to ensue with some of his inventions. So maybe they've experienced some of this in the past. Yeah. Um, but then also Candace does say she's done this, um, you know, getting 14. mom thing 19 other times. Yeah. And uh, we've only seen a couple of them so far. So that means this did start.
0: I think it's a joke because this is episode 10, right? And there's, so this, is, this, oh, so this, would, this would be. This would be. If we assume there's two stories for every episode, this would be the, the 20th, 20th. Wow, so, she's done so it. that's wow. very good. But. To be clear, some of the episodes are one long story, but if you mm. think about that museum one, which is the two-part, the, the yeah. it's about time. She definitely grabs the mom at oh, least yeah. twice you in the episode, more,
1: more than once. So, like, sure. even
0: if you account for the fact that some of them are two-part stories, she Thank has you. definitely there are twenty Phineas yeah. and Ferb stories. I
1: mean, this could be because solely of Phineas and Ferb's inventions. She could have made it. She could have turned the, uh, you know, tornado shelter yeah. into a. A panic reversal. Yeah, that's the thing. Yeah. It's also
2: Connecticut. Do you get? Are there tornadoes often in Connecticut? Well, well, no, Danville really the
1: isn't
0: area. really anywhere. I We're thought assuming. we. I thought we. I thought that we was... can assume, we but assume. it's not actually in Connecticut.
2: Like it's just kind of a. Vein. Okay, but it's in the tri-state area.
0: But yeah, not all. they our, don't no, really seem to
1: have a ton, a ton of of uh, tornadoes there. Yeah, but um, a couple of things about this. I ha. I love Candace's. You know, murder plot when she gets all creepy and yes. tries to yeah. kidnap um, the horror movie the flashes. <laughs> furbot. She,
0: she puts out a can of oil to lure it.
1: Yeah, it's hilarious. Um, I also really love um, how macho the cow on Fred's fertilizer <laughs> bag is. Um, I thought that was very funny. That is a
2: great bag of manure, honey.
0: I hate manure.
1: Um. I've uh, got a bunch of notes for this one. Um, the fact that this isn't the first time that Perry the Platypus uses cheese to save the day, I thought was very interesting because <laughs> um, he uses the little mice to help chew him out of the uh, net. Yeah. Um, and he previously used uh, cheese to get the mice to bite Doofenshmirtz um, in yeah. the Am lamp. I
0: nuts or do they play the same music that they like the little, doon I dun. think yeah. so. doon There's like a rodent theme. <laughs> there's like a, like a little antic music that I think Danny Jacob keeps using, which is just the, doon dun, 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 and it's like on like a childish, maybe a glockenspiel, like a childish instrument. And I think it's also in the, like anytime there's like a druselstidian animal or something, uh, like yeah. the bats maybe. Yes. Although I think the bats actually just the get the, dog, the da dun, dun, that little,
1: but I love that Duven Schmertz knows it was the mouse too. Like when Perry's out, he's like, <laughs> "It was the mouse, wasn't it?" Like yeah. he knows he's got Perry pegged. He this, knows his
0: tricks. Uh, this episode. With the Santa coming in is such a great. It's so amazing. It's like, out of nowhere. It's,
1: well, it's not completely out of nowhere. I thought it was, but then when I looked at my notes, I forgot that. Um, Perry is in the elevator with Santa earlier in that oh, episode. That's, yes, and he looks. I oh, love a happy Perry I, because yeah, yeah. it's the same face he has when he sees the snowman in yeah, the yeah. like winter times fun. Follow me. He looks so excited and happy. And I
0: believe the music under Santa when he appears is the Swinter. Yeah. Song. Yeah the dun, dun 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 yeah
1: very it's a that's not one. the melody
0: of the song that's like there's like little jingle bells under yeah. it kind mm-hmm. of yeah anyway
1: lots of good bits in this um ferb's megaphone not being on and then he doesn't say anything like when he does turn it on because ferb doesn't talk yeah. great little bits like that
0: it's i honestly i i just i love that this is like a in any other cartoon this would be a very action e episode they would have to like Fight an army of robots, yeah, and then it's Finnies and Furbots. They just so make them dance. They just they sense. dance, and then the magnet takes uh, them all away. The
2: song,
1: Toys and Furbots, amazing. Yeah. Bop, alert. bop alert, bop alert, bop
2: alert. No, Finnes and Furbots it, is is great. Do you want to make it's a jingle
0: high up there where you go bop bop lumap bop bop alert? I it's can't say good. that, but sure. I can't see what's happening. <laughs> they do have a clue. They won't fall in love. Here's not the bottom line. Our trio is up to two. What? (laughs) (laughs) Where's this from? It's uh, from The Lion King. It's, I can see what's happening, they don't have a clue. They'll fall in love and here's the bottom line, our trio's down to two. The sweet caress of twilight, there's magic in the air. And with all this romantic atmosphere, disasters in the air. And that it's can you feel the love tonight? Yeah, but it's, it's, the it's, the it's so intro. much
1: better in Lion King One and a Half where it turns into.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See,
2: I remember that. I'm much more of a Lion King One and, yeah, and a Half. Yeah, we were in big Lion. <laughs> I'm um, such a Miranda.
0: A Lion King in what. the streets. Lion King One and a Half in the shit <laughs> <laughs> If your <laughs> Tinder profile
2: doesn't say that, I'm swiping left, baby. That's why we're all alone. Yep, I'm all alone. I'm the only one that's alone here, but that's cool. Just bring it up in front of like everyone in front of all of our listeners.
0: I am single (laughs) and ready to tingle. (laughs) When Santa Claus (laughs) uh, finally broke up with Mrs. Claus, his Tinder profile said single and ready to jingle Jingle? all the way.
1: (laughs) Oh, that's good. That's good. (laughs) Speaking of Santa, a good episode, really.
0: Winter Times fun follow me.
1: I don't think that this has like ever been one of my favorites, but there was a lot of like jokes that I there were enjoyed. Were really
0: funny jokes in this one?
1: Um, I mean, uh, then we get the nice reference to Doof singing Gitchy Gitchy Goo on oh, the radio. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, these initial
0: episodes are very interconnected. Yeah. They're yeah. very like already they're big on callbacks, which is great because it doesn't feel good It doesn't feel awkward when they do it later. No, no it's just that yeah. wasn't
1: even there for. <laughs> in your face logic. Yeah, it's just fun callbacks and like Very natural, yeah. Yeah.
0: And also makes sense that like a radio station would play a one-hit wonder that exists in the universe, yeah. I will, um... I will say that we are still very early in the Phineas and Ferb game in the gambit. We're still <laughs> not the x men gambit. We'll talk about that later. We're still very <laughs> the, we're still very early in the game here, and it's like we are still just doing regular episodes. We're yeah. not at the point yeah. of like here's a clever like one where they don't do anything or one where you don't see Phineas, but we're still in the point of like Phineas and Ferb have an adventure, and Perry the platypus does it, and we need enough of these regular ones for all the later ones to make sense, yeah, yeah. so even though um. Hard Day's Night is not the greatest episode. It's important. It's important. And I would say IBROBOT is even more important because Finodroids and Furbots is so memorable yeah. yeah, that they can use it again later on. And that music, that they, they especially yeah. reuse that music a lot.
1: I think that it's interesting that this is another one. And I don't think I necessarily pegged this before without keeping track of the characters. Like, that there are no friends in this one at all. Like, we yeah, do meet true. British Jeremy, but, like, they, this is just Phineas and Ferb alone in the backyard doing this. Like, nobody gets involved in this, and that's something that, in the as the summer goes on, I feel like, you know, the gang is involved in yeah, all of their inventions. Yeah. Like, they're definitely inviting people over to play more. Um,
0: they're really social butterflies. Yeah, they're I
1: really think. social they butterflies. Sure are, they really but... formed the gang yeah. by then, and they just really haven't quite yet sheet yeah. is like someone they'll call on occasionally yeah. soon we'll see, but it's not well, it a gang.
0: Them. But we didn't have her at all presence? in this. Yeah, It's interesting yeah. how disconnected, that's a very good point. I didn't think about that. It's kind of like how as the Simpsons, like the first couple seasons of the Simpsons, it's like usually there's like a guest character in the episode. Like mm-hmm. this one will be about Mo or this one will have... I don't know, Marvin Monroe, that weird guy with the gravelly voice. But like, as The Simpsons goes on, each episode starts to feel like, how many people can we get in one episode? And it's like, yeah. guess what? The sea captain's back,
2: like as that Save show goes some on. some
0: gangsters
2: dissing your fly, girl. You
0: just give them one of you these. Just give one of, that one's an episode where they include everyone. That joke is literally Homer walks down a hallway and sees three different characters teaching classes. And yeah. it's like, why do Patty and Selma teach a class at the adult learning center? I don't know. They're two characters we've used before. We need a
1: good class on smoking.
0: Oh, my favorite is um, they pass Grandpa, and his class is just how to eat an orange slowly. (laughs)
1: That's hilarious. Yeah.
0: Uh, But yeah, Um, yeah, the world gets even more connected. There's so much more people. Yeah. Yeah. Love each other. And *Phineas and Ferb* becomes a show about love and friendship and And found family.
1: Yeah, And I, we get to see them become like, yeah, closer, which, like you know, that, that kind of does happen in the summer a little sometimes for some people. They You start out slow and then you get in a groove of summer. Yeah. Do you have any thoughts about this episode before this episode? it ends or any other notes um, you have?
2: Uh, the only other, I just have some, I just have the drawing of Perry's little spy badge. That's just a spy.
1: Yeah, it's funny. I, I liked that. I wouldn't have noticed it if you didn't draw it. <laughs> um, Danny I don't know what quotes you have from this one I've got a bunch of things written down I don't know if they're, they made the official list or not but there's a lot of yeah. good I would like to um, say in this.
0: Maybe this isn't a discussion to have on the air um, But my last will and testament No, Could maybe imagine if we did this live <laughs> Dear god <laughs> that would be a mess. Call her you're live on the air with Candace Barney well, We should
2: have a guest
0: We should we let's will. have Becky Yeah do we want we're gonna have to give her her own mic and we're gonna have to make sure that we can I was thinking like a like a fancy someone, like a, someone that like well I was thinking you we our
1: friend my g-
2: best friend that I s- talk to every day yeah we well she doesn't answer before. me anymore she actually texted me if I was alive today because I didn't text her yesterday mm. I
1: haven't heard from her in a while anyway um we mm, should see like if Laura Dickinson too. will be on our uh uh disco miniature golfing queen episode.
0: Molly, if Laura Dern, Dern really will never.
1: Call. I think Laura Dickinson. Do you will think do we it.
2: could get both Laura Dern and Laura Dickinson? I no. think uh, like, them. Oh my god, have them battle. We each we Queen give Elizabeth them, and Dragon. We up. give it, <laughs> one of them a sword and the other one a crossbow, and we just. <laughs> yeah. Hey, um, I think the guy with the crossbows. Oh well, then again, what? <laughs> yeah, Laura Dickinson could. Lord definitely Dickinson has the could, speed. She could. She could cut a crossbow bolt in half. I know she can. She's done it before. But Laura Dern, has, <laughs> how do you think she got the Emmy? <laughs> oh
1: my God. Uh, anyway. I have full
2: faith in her. My money is 1000% on Laura Dickinson. I love you, Laura Dern. You've done a lot for the gays, but come on.
0: <laughs> Maybe this isn't a discussion to have on the air, but my last will and testament. No. Uh, look, I, uh, I'm i not entirely sure what the process is for the official selection of quotes. Sometimes I'm like, well, we say that one a lot, I should write yeah. it down. And then other times I'm like, that's funny to me.
1: For me, I think it just kind of comes down to, did we all laugh out loud at that? Sure,
0: but like, mm. you know, I don't think we all laughed out loud at, oh dear, I have punned. No, we but did. it felt important we to write. Did. Okay, so I, robot, the quotes I have written down from that are, too bad you don't believe in love, too bad! And then much later, distantly, too bad. Uh, the coffee's making them go haywire. And that one's having trouble falling asleep. And my favorite, as a lazy tailor would say, suit yourself. Yeah. yeah. That's that's the that's one. The big that's one. the gem. Yeah.
1: Um I do have written that and that one's having trouble falling asleep. Should really be a meme um yeah. of him like looking at the clock, like because we've all been there, buddy. Um I do like the line "80s music is so 2002." Yeah, what a sentence! And then, um, I thought it was just interesting that in the same episode that we mentioned the 80s and 2002, that Phineas also says that setting up a coffee bar is so 90s. Yeah, and um, yeah.
0: Do you think that that, that they really do a lot of decade play? Yeah, here.
1: that's why I thought it was funny. <laughs> <laughs> Moving
0: on, uh, you know what my favorite decade play is. Rock of Ages. Uh, Lines
2: <laughs>
1: back to the eighties, baby.
0: Back to the eighties. Yeah, it's a good one. Um,
2: uh, how do you feel about Bo? Uh,
0: um, Bojack Horseman? Yes. Tell I, me all about I think it. I only saw the first Bojack season, Horseman
2: but. podcast. Bojack Podcastman. Anyway, Bojack Horse Pod,
1: Podcast
2: Horseman, <laughs> Horse Pod. Podcast.
1: Ryan, come back to reality. <laughs> back
0: to reality.
1: Oh, oh that's great.
2: Back to um, the eighties. I brought it back. To we the can 80s. continue now.
1: Anyway,
0: <laughs> thank you for your permission. So um, look, Ryan and I are starting a podcast where we only talk about things from the year two thousand two, uh, including his birth. The most prevalent. Uh, event of the seventies, <laughs> <laughs> the generation-defining event, the birth of Ryan. Me, baby, it's
1: me. Any other thoughts on this episode before I... we uh, close it out?
0: Yes, I'm doing a new uh, movie. It's about a mummy who gives birth. It's not called Mommy Mummy. It's called Tomb. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty good all right
1: we <laughs> lost it a little bit over here at candace party um quite the intimate get-together we're having um no i know
2: um, <laughs> no. let's talk let's let's no, let's talk to more so
1: let's
0: talk about to no womb.
2: molly get out your no. checkbook
1: let's let's <laughs> talk it out i know uh <laughs> we're losing it. okay we're done um anyway tweet us um at candace party pod um you know, hashtag got for Laura. Hashtag let us EGOT know your sense. thoughts on hashtag this episode. Hashtag got for Laura. Let's
2: see if we can get Laura Dickinson on our Disco Miniature Golf and Queen episode podcast. I would love to have her call in. Who's calling? We'd
1: love to have you.
2: We'd love to have you. Or some other guest. Uh, Anyone. Sure we, yeah. Yeah,
1: call so in. let us know your... <laughs> <laughs> let us know your thoughts on this episode. Um, you know, do you like the songs? Do you not? Do you have a favorite quote do you remember? Tell me Santa you, appearing. Yeah,
2: tell me if you think Black Knight is as bad as it's Bigfoot.
1: Yeah, let Ryan know. Um let us know if you um oh I forgot what I was gonna say. It left my brain. Tell Ryan
0: um what your favorite robot is? Yeah, is it
2: Robo-cop? are you are you a RoboCop kind of gal? Are you the um, what's her name from the Jetsons? Rosie, the ro- are yeah, you like a girl. droid
1: or a bot? Are Which you are you, are you
2: a candroid? F- we should all you know how we go, like on yeah. TikTok they're doing like gaslight girl boss gatekeep. I are you a finadroid, a furbot, or a candroid? We mm-hmm. should do uh, robot
0: versions of our names. Our names, real quick. Yeah. okay. Yeah. Um, okay, Danbot. All- Danbot. Danbot.
1: Oh, Dandroid doesn't work. Dandroid, Dan-droid
0: actually
2: works much better,
0: oh, now yeah, that I think about work. it. Infinitely better. <laughs> I'm
1: sorry. <Yeah. laughs> As I was saying it. Um, I think I'd be a m- Malbot. I don't think Maldroid droid No, you don't good. have to just
0: pick from the two. You're so ungrateful.
1: I don't know. What are the robot names there are? What else could Mol... be a robot?
2: Molitron.
1: Molitron. Oh, that's cute.
2: Molotov cocktail. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> so we have droid Dandroid. Molotron, ryan, ryan droid, no. ry, rybot, Ribonucleic rybos, deoxyribonucleic acid.
1: I don't know robot words.
2: Ra-dory,
0: finding dory.
1: There you go, he's got it, folks. Uh, finding dory. Ra-
2: what? Could someone give me, someone, not- like why a
0: a am Rhyborg. I- Ryborg! That's perfect. Ryborg, Dandroid, and Malbot. Now no, you'll notice mal- Malbot maltron, doesn't. work. Maltron. Maltron? Molotron. What is that equating to? No, yeah, like a like a Molotron. <laughs> what's another know.
1: what's another robot
0: word I then? I don't know. Um
1: I don't know what robot words are.
2: You came up with a Ryborg, that was good.
1: <laughs> that's only half robot.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to work with Oh, weed. so now I now I don't count. It's well they half.
1: I like Molotron. I'm gonna or stick with Maltron. it. Just Maltron. Like yeah, Maltron. Maltron, works better. Maltron. All right, Maltron.
0: Maltron. The Age of Maltron. All right, so we Age have... of Maltron. Riborg, tweet us, and Dandron.
1: Tweet us your robot names. Um, let us know. Hey, give us
0: your robot name. That's yeah,
1: fine. Give I us like your. That. Give us your. Hashtag Candice Party. Hashtag You For Laura.
0: Uh,
2: let us know your robot name. Yeah, let us know your robot name. Let us know how you like this episode. Let us know if you think Danny should stop eating his own fingers into the <laughs> microphone.
0: I bite my fingernails because I have anxiety.
2: I think you bite them to spite me. I think we
0: <laughs> 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 I think we should all <laughs> I think that tree is mocking me. Mm.
1: <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> what? Let's all head to the panic room.
0: And, all uh, head to yo, the panic room. Yeah,
2: we should no. get a... how would you decorate your panic room?
1: <laughs> Let us know. Let us know. All Do right. we have a sign off? Did we? Well, we said that? back to my closet, but then Ryan said no, so we ain't come up with one, and nobody tweeted us. Okay, any. well,
0: real quick, we got to come up with a sign off. Um, um, this one's having trouble falling asleep. Uh, accurate. Oh, sir! Oh, dear! I've punned Um. um forgive me, Lord, for I have punned <laughs> and forgive those who are Too bad you don't believe
1: in love. Have a Candace party day. No. It was the mouse, wasn't it? Have a Six Flags day. <laughs> Visual scan.
0: Visual scan. Beat me with a rubber chicken.
1: Beat me with a rubber chicken.
0: That's not a sign. That's not like a goodbye. I well, back to my closet is good, but we can't use it.
1: I don't know. This out.
0: Peace, Maybe. <laughs> um, great googly moogly. Uh, we got one. we got uh, at the academy. Carl, you
1: said you could draw.
0: We'll see you at the academy. Uh. I think we could do peace. They do that. Yeah, that's a that's, that's a runner. That's a runner. Okay. All right. We all got to do it at the same time though. All right. Ready? So what, what are we going to say? Just uh we could do Candace like Party out. Peace. We could do Candace Party out. Candace yeah. Party out, peace. Okay, okay ready? Okay. Candace Party on, Wayne. Candace Party on, guard. <laughs> that's pretty good. That's for Becky. Right. 3 is for Becky. 2, two. One happy uh, new <laughs> year. <day. laughs> Should old dare you. acquaintance be forgot <laughs> And sign off over Peace, Candice Party Out. out.
2: Right, wait, 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 wait. Let's no. actually do it. All no, right, Laura right. Dickinson has a great Christmas album.
1: Okay. No, let's actually no. do the kids. Right, ready?
0: She's, I believe, Is okay. it
1: Candice Party Out, then Peace? Peace. Oh. Yeah.
0: Three, two, one. One. Candice, party party out. out. Peace. We're talking I to the end to the T I M A T E get together. I to the end to the T I M A T E get together. That's That's right. right. It's not a party.